Welcome to the Outside and Active podcast, where we share inspiring conversations from outdoors enthusiasts with you. I'm your host, Matt Coyne, and today we get to chat to Olympian Dame Kelly Holmes, whom we caught up with at the National Running Show. Kelly is an energetic, motivational, and real person, and you can feel the emotion behind her words as we open up about mental health, and we talk to Kelly about what she's been up to over the last 18 months and what's next for her. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Matt Coyne here from Outside and Active, and I have the pleasure of Dame Kelly Holmes joining me today. Thank you. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, all revved up from talking just now. Yeah, you're quite the crowd. I don't say. So we're at the National Running Show, um, and you were just uh, yeah on stage. How was that? Yeah, it was nice. It was. Um, it's good to be good to be back. I haven't done a lot for a while um, for various reasons. So. Like everyone, I think they're quite overwhelmed with these big events anyway, but mm. I was also sort of thinking, oh God, you know, I haven't done anything for a little while yeah. and got to get back up on the stage. But I, I, I think what's nice about it is the running community is quite a friendly audience anyway, yeah. you know what I mean? Definitely. And runs in some it's capacity, very welcoming. it's just easy, yeah. Yeah, and anyone can get involved, I think mm. it's the exciting bit. There were some really, really amazing questions, I think, in the session as well. People really, you could tell, kind of putting themselves forward. Maybe that's how they resonate with you as a person too. Yeah, um, well, that was really nice, yeah, because I think you know, when you talk about anything from, you know, especially mental health awareness and how running can have a you know, really positive impact on that, not many people possibly get the chance to either hear other people talking about it so they can resonate or get a chance to express it and Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes people say it when they most uh, let when they least think they're gonna Mm -hmm. you know share something but if I share it becomes quite normal opens a bit and hopefully somebody else you know just has that guts and goes okay yeah it's me as well and there was a couple in there that you know did did, that was amazing um and Mm. danny actually gave one of them a hug which was really sweet as well (laughs) which is really nice but i mean do you think um do you think that sort of persona from like your persona Uh, and status so from your persona and status do you think like there's a certain amount of pressure that you've got to be this kind of always on and kind of everything's rosy um well, maybe that's what people would normally perceive. I think, you know, these conversations definitely getting better now, mm-hmm. people are opening. But, again, I was probably one of the first that ever started talking about mental health awareness back in 2005. Mm-hmm. And um, so it just become natural for me to share because it's out there anyway. But also I know that it will have an impact on someone that hasn't heard the story, that mm-hmm. thinks, oh, my God, because... I can't be anyone different yeah. than what I am. Yeah. I know I'm a high achiever. I know people are inspired by what I've done, and that's brilliant. But actually, through getting that, I also struggled as well. So it's kind of, yeah, it's one of those things. To... Well, I know because it's not the first time we've met. Mm. Um, we did meet at a park, camp, <laughs> I think just before lockdown, in fact. And I, I was definitely was. not wearing Mrs. Claus hot pants and definitely not running um, like that with you. Um, but I know, I mean, from that, I know a lot of that community there came out because they could, they did sort of see, you know, if mm. you're going through this, like, actually, I am too. And it's, it was a great opportunity, yeah. I think, for people to start to open up that, you know, they can see you and sort of go, but actually you're still running and being outside is a positive part of that. Yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, being outside generally, but being somebody that runs and, you know, when I say run, I say, I'm definitely these days, I say it very loosely, that running is for anyone. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. 
where you've, where your starting point is, or where you are in your journey, or how good you think you are or not. Yeah. That actually running just has so many benefits. Of course, mm-hmm. it has a lot of health benefits generally, but I think just to go out and get that fresh air and you know have time to think sometimes on your own is really important. Yeah, I think definitely. with lockdown, it was very you know. I saw a lot more people actually take up running mm-hmm. because it was their chance to get out. Yeah. And because that actually made them feel good, they actually included that in the, you know, allowable yeah, means yeah. that we could do. And I think now that means that maybe the community of runners have expanded because of it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I know I've met more people on the trails around me than mm. I probably ever had done before. Yeah. And it was some people getting lost in the middle of the downs, which was always delightful at six in the morning. You're kind of like, just turn left. Um, but there, a lot of them are still going. I think it's, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, that's really good. It's really good. But so you also, you mentioned on stage, say, you know, not just running. Mm. Um, and I think you've been then doing more on everything. I mean, strength and conditioning and things too. <laughs> yeah. But you're sort of, you're bringing more into it so it's not just running. Is that... Yeah, because I think it's important because... I, used, I remember a while ago, um, so my doctor actually, he's a marathon runner mm-hmm. and there's a group of guys, I used to call them the old lads that used to go out and they used to always say, do you want to come for a run? And, I'd say, oh. and they'd go long, but they go quite slow, but they go long. And I used to, and they used to say to me, oh, I'm just not getting people. So I said, because all you do is go from your front door and just run. You run the same pace yeah. all the time for whatever distance you do. I said, mm-hmm. you're not going to get better. How do you expect to get better? Yeah. And it made me think about it when I started doing my fitness community, military motion, that most people don't really know much about, you know, how do you, how do you go from here to yeah. there? You know, because yeah. you see people good, you just assume that it's really good. Yeah. Some people clearly are naturally very talented runners. But there's a lot of others that um, need to understand how do they get started and you, I think you need more fit you know you need to get your body or your mind a bit more fitter mm-hmm. to then improve your running so you can anyone yeah. can start with a pair of trainers go out the door yeah. but if you want to get stronger or faster have more endurance or power or speed then mm-hmm. where else is that going to come from so yeah. unless you change up your training not everyone knows about fartlets and intervals and heel training of course. not everyone knows that unless it's been introduced to it yeah. so how else will you do it you'll do it because you'll get your body ready you know you'll become more compact you'll be able yeah. to kind of deal with the impact that you're going through so for me yeah, it's about weaving in fitness and then also the days that you really don't want to go out for a run, you know, when it's hammering down outside, it's like, nah, and I don't do rain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hence why I do more gym. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, and cross-training. And yeah. I know that's indoors, but I think you can do a lot outdoors, you know, go woods, woodlands, you mm-hmm. know, pick up a log, do some bicep curls, yeah. do press-ups on a log, do some step-ups, you know, integrate it into yeah. your runs. It will be a lot more fun I think do you know I think that's it's really interesting because we did something um where I think people that were kind of going on a lot of treadmills um, Mm and certainly from some of my (laughs) friends that were and it was kind of they were losing that fun part of Mm -hmm. it um and it was turning intervals into okay run between trees or run between the lamppost and walk the next one or whatever it was but it's bringing in but it is I guess educating more people and I think you were doing that through a lot of the live stuff that you were doing as well yes other things people could try yeah well during lockdown yeah I was doing I was doing core started off just doing loads of core Mm -hmm. and then actually people were saying oh my running's getting good I was like yeah because actually you're focusing on an area that if you can get really strong it will Mm -hmm. help you it'll help you with your form it'll help you with your you know your glute strength your power and 
I think that, again, was a surprise to a lot of people, how doing something very different to running, suddenly they're like, they're feeling better. And I'm like, yes, because you're concentrating on areas of of your body that actually fundamentally are really important to to run. You've got to be upright. You know, you need a strong back. You need the strong glutes. And that's what core is, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Okay. So... um, I also asked a few people, well, I okay. people oh, have put together a few questions. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and what, what's the most fun you've ever had on a run? Oh. That's from a little seven-year-old <laughs> girl that stopped in the aisle, which oh, okay. is quite fun. So, yeah, well, um, maybe, yeah, what's fun? Well, yeah. It's is fun that I've done some things where if I've been travelling... Mm-hmm. I've gone to a new location. There's been woodland or, you know, uh, forests. And I just think I don't want to just go for a run. Mm-hmm. So I will. I I did this one once and I saw these massive logs that had been blown down. I thought, oh, can I do a circuit? Yeah. So my background in the army, I used to do a lot of circuit training. So mm-hmm. using uh, apparatus to do exercise. So um, obviously I didn't have weights and things. So I just thought, oh, I'll make it up. Yeah. So I literally run, I think to myself, okay, I'm going to run five minutes, find a location, do some exercise, run five yeah. minutes. And I loved it because it wasn't about me trying to get a time for that run. It was about yeah. me being out for an hour and enjoying where I was. So that something we were chatting about just before, you might have a new challenge coming up. Are you happy <laughs> to talk about that? Because it's kind of time is out the window, I think, with it really, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So Spartan. Mm-hmm. So the obstacle races, mm-hmm. and there's like tough mud and everything, but I don't do cold water. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I keep trying to find one. I was like, why? Why do you want Who wants to jump in an ice bucket? Yeah. I've done that when I was an athlete. No. Yeah. And, uh, no more. <laughs> so Spartan Brilliant. seems at the moment one of the, okay. the, the better ones that I can avoid uh, yeah. as much as possible. So what I like about that as a challenge is that it's going to be an all over body challenge. Mm-hmm. I've got to get fit. I've got to get strong. I've got to increase my running. Mm-hmm. Uh, I go back to doing things like rope climbing, which I Amazing. did in the army. Yeah. I, you know, I can yeah, go for monkey bars and do yeah. all of that. So yeah. I think it will give me a challenge. Um, but of course, you know, me being me, I don't want to just go and turn up to what, you know, like, <laughs> you go do it properly. I'm going to do it properly. So. <laughs> I know. That's so amazing. I'm not going to say a date. No, that, don't, uh, yeah. no I won't say. Amazing. We'll be, we'll be rooting for you when we see the finished video. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so maybe that's another question that actually um, my eldest boy asked. Yeah. Um, military or athletics? Because, I mean, you did athletics through the military, right? But yeah. military or athletics, which was harder? Oh, gosh. That's a good one. Mm. Um, probably athletics because... It's you, mm-hmm. you know, it's an individual sport, even though you have a really great team of people behind you getting mm-hmm. there. It's an individual sport. You have to be the one committed. You have to be the one out. And through athletics, there's a lot more adversities in terms yeah. of, you know, you have a date in the diary. It's a championship. You want to be there. You want to be at your best. You get an injury and you fight. Yeah. So I think athletics was definitely harder, whereas in the army, I knew my trade, I knew what I had to do, what was yeah. expected of me in my role. I was there to keep soldiers fit, yeah. and I could do that. And then you had a team there that was kind of actually supporting to do it as well. You know, you have other PTIs, and yeah. you know, I knew how to train them to get them to the standard that I needed them to get yeah. to, whatever their role was in the military. So yeah, I enjoyed it. You yeah, know, enjoyed. it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. 
Um, another one. I seem to have spoken to a lot of children today. Okay. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> I said I was going to speak to you and what they like to ask. And this boy said, what's your favorite post-run snack? Oh, that's a good one. Chocolate milk. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I say that's good. I'm going to go with chocolate milk. Yeah, amazing. Okay. I mean, why wouldn't yeah. you? I mean, it's, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the, and the final one, which I guess I think this is probably what a lot of people come through, and I know someone asked a very similar um, question in the audience today, but if someone's really struggling to get outside and mm. who cares about how far they're running mm. or whatever it is, but what's maybe one piece of advice from, say, your experience that you could give to someone to say, actually, do you know what? Open that front door and go. How, yeah. how can you help me help them do that? Yeah, so I think it is literally that is if they can prioritize the one thing that makes you feel good. And most people do go out, you know, running is hard, <laughs> like yeah. anything. Yeah. But you don't have to go out and, you know, break records. You can just literally go out the door yeah. and breathe, you Enjoy. know. And I think sometimes it is about opening your door, start off with a walk if yeah. you have to, and then think, right, okay, you know, running makes me feel good, so I'll yeah. get out there. But if you can make that like almost like the priority that the moment you're feeling really bad, that is your go-to, yeah. I think that could help people as well. Yeah, okay. You know, because on dark days, it's hard. Sometimes you just want to stay in your bed. Sometimes you literally don't want to see the world. Yeah. But you'll be like that longer you're it will yeah. end up being more and more that you won't look after yourself yeah. but if you can maybe switch it to going okay i still don't need to speak to people i mm-hmm. still don't have to interact i still don't have to tell people but i can go out and be with me um you know and not everyone likes to be with them you know so of put course. some music on and yeah distract you know, yourself, distract a yourself bit. and yeah but i think that would be one of my things is you know, and probably the other thing that's important is to be able to share with somebody mm-hmm. when you're not feeling great. Yeah. You know, we all have a friend or somebody, a colleague yeah. or someone just we know we would trust. Yeah. But at that time, you, you think you can't tell anyone and that's the problem. Yeah. You know, but I think when people open up, they're quite surprised with the response that somebody yeah. either knows they've been struggling but was afraid to ask yeah. you or, um, you know, is just so grateful that you've shared it with them that they're there think. for you, you know. Well, I think people naturally want to help, don't mm. they? Yeah. So it's kind of, I imagine it's hard to break the barrier, but once you do, then I think the network grows. Yeah, it? definitely. Amazing. I really appreciate the conversation <laughs> Thank today. You. It's really nice. So, um, Dame Kelly Holmes, thank you so much. Thank um, you. I know it's a, the first day out for a while, so it's, I'm really honoured to have you on the show. Yeah, thanks. Um, and thank you. <laughs> and thank you, everyone, for watching or listening. Um, we're at outsideandactive.com. If you want to find out more what we're up to and other inspiring top tips, please visit the website. Um, Kelly, thank you so much. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the conversation with Dame Kelly Holmes. To follow more interviews, top tips, and articles, head over to outsideandactive.com. As a listener to our podcast, you can claim your free ticket for the National Outdoor Expo on the 19th to the 20th of March at the NEC Birmingham by using the code OUTSIDE at checkout. Head over to nationaloutdoorexpo.com for more details about the show and to book your ticket today. Until next time, enjoy the outside.